What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Other Side of the Firewall, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up, what's up? And LeVon Maynard. What up? What is going on? So uh, it's been one of those weeks where we're, uh, we got kind of variety. So like last week was all about the Colonial Pipeline. This week we have uh, discussed, um, what was Monday? Monday was, what were we talk about the first episode? It was LeVon's episode. Hang on, Mike, I'm blanking on now. You uh, blanked, right? Because <laughs> we, 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 we talked too much in between uh, segments. We messed ourselves up. So I was talking about, we talked about stuff we didn't talk about. Yes. COVID, like coming back and uh, acting like a yeah, CIO, sure sending emails. Yeah, phishing emails. Yeah. 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 So, so check out Monday where we talk about how phishing emails are getting more sophisticated in the post-COVID world. Is it post? Because it's still here. Yeah, yeah. It's still post, like, is it post-pandemic because like we're going yeah. back? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't like know. it's maybe wrapping up COVID. Uh, oh. I hope uh, yeah, this, this is not going to age well when they get COVID twenty one or something. I'd be like, oh, we, we jinxed ourselves. <laughs> That's right. Gotcha. <laughs> and then um, the next episode, uh, we discussed uh, the hackers going to hacker court. So the whole uh, post colonial pipeline dark side. Now they're doing a uh, hackers court because they didn't pay their affiliates. Pretty interesting episode. Uh, and then in this episode. Uh, like I, I like to call our discussion episode is uh, all dealing with um, the shortage of cybersecurity professionals. I know we harp on this. We talk about this a lot. And you're like, hey, you talk about it a lot, but I'm still not getting a job. Well, that might be changing. <laughs> so uh, the money's flown in, right? So um, uh, I kind of want to attack this from multiple angles. So angle number one, uh, ask us SP. I get asked a question a lot uh, about uh, jumping in cybersecurity is a lot of, prof- of professional, new professionals, I should say, because uh, you guys are all professionals, right? There are a lot of new cybersecurity professionals that are crossing over from other industries. So uh, anywhere from uh, healthcare to, um, I don't know what you would call, like I, I talked to a masseuse on LinkedIn once, uh, he's jumping in cybersecurity. I don't know what, what you would call that industry. Um, Some type uh, of service, I don't know, like... Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't get I don't get enough of them, right? Like I don't I don't I don't treat myself enough. <laughs> but uh I, I would say that also falls into healthcare, but also um uh maybe wellness, well-being, there you go, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um but there are people who are coming over from all walks of life in the cybersecurity and they're like, hey, I'm having issues finding my first job. because uh, you have a lot of experience, you just have a lot of experience doing something else. And then we talk about how you can try to apply that what kind of certifications you can get to get your foot in the door. Talk a lot about like 20, uh, what is it? Uh, 2075 or no, that's different. Is it 2075? What, what is the DOD? 80, 8570. 70, yeah. 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 2075 is a form. Never mind. Yeah. I'm still, yeah. I'm still indoctrinated. System access requests for Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. When you're trying to get a new account, right. But um uh, we talk about like, just getting your foot in the door, right? So, but that is in stark comparison to this article where they're saying like, hey, there is millions of empty vacant cybersecurity slots that need to be filled. And people are just, I think it's confusing people because you have, on one hand, you have uh, all these articles talking about like, hey, we need you bad. And then in uh, practice, you're filling out applications and you're not getting callbacks. Uh, but I think it, the, the bridge between those 
And I, I think I'll talk about that this episode, right? Uh, of, of, of the Ask Assist P that's coming up this week, because I, I feel inspired. Uh, I think there's a way to bridge those two things. And I think uh, the, the main focus should be on this article where they're saying that these vacancies exist and the money is coming in. So I, I think some of you might just be ahead of the money. That might be the issue. Um, like, yeah, you, you now have the, uh, the education, you need, do need the application, right? Because it, it means nothing to have a, a degree in cyber if never touched anything to do with a, a cybersecurity system. Like those two just don't intertwine. Um, but on top of that now, uh, as the money flows in, they will be more apt to hire you uh, to, to get you in the industry because they're, they're going to need to fill these slots. They're going to need to fill these positions. And all of that is due, this article is by uh, Claire Duffy of CNN Business. Uh, where she basically talks about how the Biden administration is pumping in more money into uh, to protect us because of the 2020 solar winds uh, uh, breach, supply chain breach, whatever you want to call it, uh, hacked by nation state type situation, as well as now the colonial pipeline uh, due to dark sides, ransomware as a service. Uh, so the money is coming. There's over a billion dollars being pumped into the system. And companies are hungry to fill these positions because a lot of them don't have dedicated cyber teams. They don't have a CISO or a V-CISO. Uh, and then obviously, if you're entry level, you're not going to jump into one of those positions. But every CISO, V-CISO, uh, CIO needs a team, right? So you can jump into those um, uh, entry level positions where, where you're doing you know, something to do with maybe vulnerability management or... Um, uh, some some low level DCO all the way up through cyber forensics uh, up until you get into those C suite positions, right? But um, this article gives hope. Like so, the optimistic side of this article is that uh, the money is coming, the need is growing, and then the pipeline will open up, and you can start to get the, your foothold into um, the uh, the industry. So, what do you guys have to say about that? It's uh, it's obviously. Uh... I mean, as you, as you touched on, I mean, it's, you pretty much said it all, but it's a, you know, obviously a field that's going to stay in demand. I mean, people need to uh, stay secure. We also, in the last year, we, we obviously seen all the uh, incidents with cyber, cyber attacks, ransomware. And um, I think it is, it's like an in-demand field, but I think we touched on another episode before that there is some like pressure on uh, some cyber, cyber um, professionals to do a good job. And the fact that you know, maybe the job kind of relies on the company um, staying secure. And if something gets into the, you know, into the, uh, I guess, the inner workings of the company, some some virus or, you know, malware or whatever, um, it could be maybe um, affect their chance of staying at that job. They could potentially get fired for, you know, I don't know, for, for maybe not securing the network as they should, not having a, a, an action plan or, or some sort of a readiness plan um, to respond to such, such uh, incidents. But um yeah i think like the fact that there's so many jobs out there and then people you know uh these companies are, are willing to pay some big bucks for some quality talent you know some quality talent that can actually do the job and, and secure their environment um i think people are starting to get companies and and people in the c-suite positions starting to become more and more aware of the the need to have professional cybersecurity, like a, a cybersecurity team within their organization to make sure they're they're staying uh, staying secure because uh, it only takes like a moment, it only takes like a little uh, gap in their, in their um, you know, in their firewall and their, in their boundary to be able to let something in or even like an employee themselves just messes up and decides to click on a link that's uh, inadvertently 
load some software on their system. But I think it's uh, obviously it's a, it's a big field, and that's pretty much you know what what our podcast is all focused about is the cybersecurity field, and also we, we dabble in some other things. But I mean, this is a is a big big uh, point of interest and something that I think is get more and more important as time goes on. And um, I know there's something in here in this article, uh, just a little point of interest, um, kind of like maybe outside of what I just mentioned, but it, it has some sort of diversity report. And this is that uh, just 25% of cybersecurity professionals are women. Are women. Um, so the ISC squared launched a diversity equality, I'm sorry, equ equity and inclusion program this year aimed at recruiting and keeping more women in, in the profession. So I think that's pretty good as well. I mean, I'm sure the, uh, I don't know the statistics, but I'm sure even the African-American or black representation is, is probably even lower than that. Uh, pretty pretty sure of that, uh, but it's good that they are putting some initiatives forward to like try to make the, um, try to promote more diversity in the field, which I think would be a good thing overall. But what you think about this, Shannon? You have some thoughts? So, so I got a couple of thoughts, right? So um, the the first thing I'm thinking is that, so with this, right, it's to the point now where companies are like, you know, the you know what has hit the fan. So we got to get hmm. some of these people on, right? We've been neglecting it for so long, right? right? We'll pay you whatever as long as you come in and do it, right? But they want, but here's the thing. They want people that have the experience already, right? Like, so these people that are new and, and here's the thing with cyber, right? So like, his, I, mean, I, I think about this a lot, right? So cyber is, is not something that you can jump just right into right out of school, right? Um, when, when I start thinking cybersecurity, I start thinking about people that just kind of have a, like you start thinking CISPs and whatnot, right? So in, CISP is, is, is often referred to as, you know, an inch deep and a mile wide, right? So like I, I am in cybersecurity, but I started off doing system administration, right? I started doing different things that were, that lead me to have a little bit of a knowledge, you know, in different areas to where I can go into cybersecurity and say, yes, I'm familiar with, you know, this, that, and the third, right? If you're coming right out of school, you may not have that type of information, right? Like I can sit and I can, I can talk about McAfee. I can talk about SolarWinds. I can talk about, uh, you know, uh, uh, semantic or, you know, different, different things that I, I can't be expected to, to secure something coming out of school when I haven't had the experience on anything that leads up to it or may need to be, be all integrated. Right. Um, and the thing is, you never see a job posting that says we want somebody brand new out of school. Right. They always want years of experience that, you're just not going to get that. If everybody wants years of experience, where do we start out at, right? right. It's that type of thing, right? Because nobody advertised it. And I'm not saying you can't get a job if you don't have the years of experience, right? Like you'll get hired on. But the fact that people are behind the curb now and they want to get these people in that can hit the ground running and keep them from, from constantly getting attacked, those people are, 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 they're probably already settled and they're not in that, what did they say? In America, it's like 350 some odd thousand jobs or whatever I think it mentioned in the article. I'm trying to remember the figure, something like that. It was uh, 359,000. Right, but it's like 3.12 million worldwide or something like that, right? Something, mm -hmm. yeah. Three, over three, yeah, 3.12 million unfulfilled positions worldwide. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But, you, but you, can't, you can't expect somebody to just come into cybersecurity and, they, and when you start asking them, okay, well, do you, like, these are the systems we use. And if you don't have any experience with them or even have a, a basic knowledge of how they work, like, how can you be expected to be the cybersecurity person, right? 
You know what I mean? So like, mm -hmm. I, I think it's just that now we're in a rush or now companies are in a rush to get these people in there. And it's like, you, you may have to, I don't want to say settle, but you may have to get a little bit less than what you wanted. Mm -hmm. So that's my thoughts on it. Yeah. I was muted on my bad. So, uh, so that that's that's the issue, right? There, that's the um, the I don't know what you would call it, like uh, the the crux of the issue. Like, we need cyber security professionals decades ago. Like, we would need to have been fulfilling these roles. These people need to already be in place. Um, now, it's, now it's a rush. Now, it's like, not only is is cyber a buzzword that because cyber's been around for decades, but on top of it, um, it's also uh, woefully undermanned. Um, but like you said, you want people with experience, but how do you get the experience? So it's, it's a, it's a, a snake eating its own tail. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense. So it, it's twofold. You do need the, the uh, professionals in there, but you also need to um, not lower your standards, but lower, lower your requirements to get in the door. Like there's just, there, there aren't enough CISPs uh, or SISMs or any of the above, like to fill all these positions, not possible. Um, so you still need them on your team, but now you need to also be growing people. You need to be grabbing people who have touched a system, know a little bit, or you can get them sped up pretty fast um, in order to fill those gaps to start to uh, build your internal uh, teams. Cause it's, it's all about the team, right? Like we talked about it uh, last episode, uh, we're burning sizzles out. Like they're, they're literally on drugs like to, to uh, <laughs> compensate for the, the amount of pressure and work and just how hard the industry is like they're they're, they're going to start quitting like <laughs> you know what I mean like either you're going to fire them because they're going to work uh, you know inebriated or they're going to quit because it's too much stress because they don't have a team uh, so it's got to be twofold you got to be building these people from from inter your internal um, teams like you need to start letting people in like stop gatekeeping let people in who have minimum cybersecurity experience like do you know how this system you know works can you learn it quickly uh can i build a boot camp or a training or an academy within my organization to start pulling in people who have an aptitude for cyber but have no cyber experience like what can i do internally to start building these professionals up uh, and then maybe I net or catch, you know, a CISP or a, uh, a SISM or somebody else um, to, to add uh, on top of the team. Maybe, because again, if, if you have 3.1, what is it? 3.12 million uh, positions and you're always asking for unicorns, like you want somebody who's a, a CISP and a SISM with 20 years of experience, yada, 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 yada. You're not going to get that. <laughs> they're not, they're not out there like that. They're more than likely employed. They're more than likely already employed. Yeah. You know what I mean? there's, there's only what? Uh, there's there's less than um, a quarter million uh, of people who have the certification. Like, is this is this not attainable? And they're not. And ISC Square is not going to lower the bar. They're not going to be like, okay, well, we have we got a half half CISPs. That's not that's not the way that works. There, there's a a standard there. So you right. need to start to do something on your end. Like it says, like the only part of the article I didn't like was where it says ask. What was the title, name of the title? I don't think I said it. Wanted millions of cybersecurity pros, salary, whatever you want. That's not true. <laughs> Companies <laughs> right. have budgets. Yeah, they need say. cyber. The money is coming in from the government to subsidize it, right? Uh, however, you're not going to come in there and ask for whatever you want, especially with minimum experience. And I, I could be wrong. Like there's there's always people who are um, 
uh, outliers, right? There's somebody who's going to jump straight out of college uh, into a very high level position, getting paid a crazy amount of money. And then it's going to be somebody with mad experience who can't find a job. That's just the way it is uh, in life, right? But for those, everyone else, the other 90%, 99% of people in the middle of that spectrum, uh, you're not going to ask for whatever you want. You're going to, you're going to, uh, be paid requisite to your experience, hopefully. Um, so pe people have this uh, this crazy idea that everybody comes out making six figures. You can definitely obtain that, uh, especially with the money coming in and whatnot, but not out of college, <laughs> like like with no experience, I should say. Like, it, like I think degrees are important. I have one as well. Uh, and the reason I, I have it is to, to um, hopefully one day achieve that C-suite uh, level position is what I was going for, right? Uh, not, I, I like school as well, um, but like, I'm not out here. I, I, I didn't uh, burn up my tuition assistance <laughs> to, to just, just for the enjoyment. I did it because I'm trying to, to reach a certain level. Right. Uh, and, I, and, and uh, everybody here has that requisite experience as well. I think together we have like 60 years <laughs> or so between 50 and 60 years of, uh, of cyber experience. Um, but you have a lot of people who need to get in the system, who need to gain that experience in order to one day have your CISPs. So you're going to have to figure out how to make this balance. Like right now, it doesn't make sense. You can't gatekeep people and say, you can't be part of the team because you don't have experience. And then you're looking for people uh, who have experience and they don't exist. <laughs> the two don't intertwine. Right. Yeah, it's got to be tough, though, you know, trying to get that experience like that of these places are looking for. I mean, I think the most maybe the most likely option is whether you can maybe find like an internship somewhere or if you can find a buddy or somebody that has like some, uh, you know, that's a business that maybe you can help out inside or get a little, you know, yeah. get a few bucks here and there. But just like you said, it's, it's difficult, like to try to, to ask, have all these high requirements and uh, expect them to be like lining up at the door you know, asking for a job. It's not, yeah. maybe not a maybe not an accurate uh, expectation to have in this situation. Yeah, because like Shannon said, they probably settled. Like once you have enough experience and you get the the pay that you're looking for, and you're comfortable, like let's say that you do net a V sizzle position or two where you can work from the house. Like I'm not gonna come come looking for you. You had to come looking for me. I'm mm -hmm. I've probably already hired somewhere. So mm -hmm. you, you I think it's gonna be a lot of growing, a lot of growing pains in these companies. Like. If you if you want to assemble a team that that will keep you secure, you're gonna to have to start putting in the effort and giving yeah. them people opportunities. Because it, again, it comes down to aptitude, right? Like you have to like you have to like this stuff. Because depending on what end of the spectrum you fall on, like when you get into policy and building RMF packages and stuff like that, it takes a special type of person who who loves being bored. <laughs> like it's true. Uh, as opposed to you have people who are dealing with forensics and reverse engineering. Uh, you have people who are just, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, like DCO, they just do defense cyber, or you have uh, a few out there doing offensive cyber uh, and, and hacking and whatnot. Like that also takes a special type of person who, who can sit there and, and stare at code and, and want to actively attack and aggress on people. Um, so there, there's, there are people out there, like we just have to figure out um, how to get them in the door uh, again, it's the, it's the gatekeeping. Like when I, when we, earlier when I talked about like the masseuse or the person who was in healthcare, uh, these people want in. So if they're, if they're passionate about it and they want in, then you need to figure out a way of, of bringing them in and then growing them. I guess that's the, uh, the main point. Like, yeah, you could say you have 
3.2 million positions open, but do you? Like, what, what is your standard? Like, it, they really need to figure it out because it's frustrating people. And that's going to make people go back, revert back to their, their previous career fields. Like, if I have, you know, 10, 12 years of uh, some kind of dealing with healthcare or medical or something like that, I'm going to go right back to that. Like, right. like the, the whole jumping into cyber was an illusion at that point. And then now, now your pipeline is dry and now you're, you're complaining I can't find people. Um, so I, I think it's, 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 it, there's multiple issues here that need to be uh, researched and taken care of. And then you, you dwelve into the, uh, the diversity as well, where we talk about only 25% of uh, cybersecurity professionals are, are, are women. And then we talk about how only 7% are, uh, are people of color, only 3% are in those C-suite positions. Yet you keep saying that you don't have enough people. Like, who are you hiring and why? Like, you need to mm-hmm. figure it out. Uh, because as you can see, uh, hackers, I don't think hackers have the diversity issue. <laughs> like, I don't think there's, there's no stat out there, but like, oh yeah, only 3% of hackers are women. Like, no, hackers are, are whomever is passionate enough uh, to, to do the job. Like, I don't think they, like, I, I could be wrong. Like, maybe there'd be some stats, maybe, uh, when we get through the cyber court, they'll talk about disparities and discrimination, but I doubt it's there. Right. <laughs> like, like, are you, are you good at ransoming people? Like yeah. we'll take you. <laughs> right. Like, we don't I can have imagine them having, having a court case where they're, uh, uh, you know, this is, uh, I've been, um, uh, segregated or there's a, um, a lack of, um, uh, diverse hiring at this at this ransomware organization, this cyber right. cyber crime <laughs> cartel. I need we need more black people here. We need more you know whatever women involved in these uh, cyber crimes. But yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. So they're, they're not to, so I'm not trying to be. Uh, I'm definitely not being pessimistic. Like the the growth and opportunity is there. They keep reporting like we need people. We need people. Okay, you need people. So you need to uh, make some adjustments to get those people through the door. Uh, it's, it's like the whole unicorn thing. Like every time I look at a job app, uh, a job posted, I'm just like, yo, you're asking for a lot. It's not that they're not paying well. Like some of them are paying really well, but you're still asking for a lot. Like you want somebody who does everything. The, the full, what they call them, full stack mm-hmm. uh, engineers and whatnot. They exist. They're, they're out there, but it's not as many as you think there are. <laughs> like you'll be woefully sad uh, when you have to pick somebody who's is just not to the... Uh, the quote unquote standard that you're looking for. Like, uh, uh, but that's a whole different argument when it comes to the hiring process and people who are hiring don't know what these certs mean. They're just going out there, Google searching the, the 10 best certs. Like, yeah, I want all nine of these. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. not the way that works. Like, yeah, yeah we, we out here getting all the certs. We, we, you know what I mean? Like you, you pick your wheelhouse, you kind of go from there. Uh, you fan out when uh, when when the interest hits you like like no one is out there like I want to be um, well I mean there might be a few people out there but uh, most people who have things going on you know life is happening they're not out there like I want to do every single job uh, and not be paid for it like because you won't be so right. potentially I don't know I think I, I think I've ended like enough a, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, you, you got some. You got some great points. I mean, that's very valid. I was going to bring up the fact that just kind of going along with what you were saying about the experience level and the requirements on some of these jobs. That I, I remember seeing some some job advertisement. I think somebody posted it on like a maybe it was like on a Facebook thing or some some random social media. But 
the job listing was was asking for x amount of years experience doing i want to say it's like kubernetes or something like that and uh um the services they wanted like you know five or ten years of experience but the service had only been around for like two or three years and so they were asking for like more time than the, the amount of that the service has actually right. been been around so it's like some of these uh you know job listings the people whoever puts together these job listings may have these like i don't know they may not even understand the technology that they're putting a the job you know, job listening for and understand the, the, the effort that goes into, in, into the, the work that they're advertising for and what right. true, truly what level of skill you need to have to, to run, that, um, run that operation. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. And, I, and I'm sure that kind of happens a, a lot, like you mentioned, is the high, high level of uh, requirements for jobs that really don't need that level of skill to uh, perform at a, you know, as a, at a decent level. So yeah, they just don't scale well. And it, it could be because that uh, those who are in those recruiter positions aren't from the, uh, the the field, which would make a lot of sense. Yeah, like you're just out there Googling or you're trying to transcribe whatever your, your boss has asked you for. Because um, if I saw that, if they wanted if they wanted more experience than the system, uh, than how long the system existed, it might turn me off to the job entirely. I'm like, mm, they don't, I don't know if I want to work for these people because they don't really know what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, and now you've yeah. lost a potential uh, hire. Yeah. And I'll throw this out there too, that um, just for maybe some of the people that are listening. uh, At the same time, I'd I'd say personally for me, like I would, I would apply for a job even if I didn't hit all these uh, check boxes for uh, their requirements of it. Like, you know, asking for a degree, asking for all the certification stuff. I say go for the job anyway, put your, put your name out there, you know, upload your resume, whatever they ask for. Um, Worst thing is, worst thing they can say is no, but a lot of these places, just like we've been talking about in this episode that, they are in need of quality workers and they, they may not have as many applications, applicants coming through because they have these high requirements and they see yours coming through and look like, Oh, you actually got some pretty good skills. Maybe not everything that we are looking for, but let's give them a shot. Let's get them an interview or let's give them a, you know, a call back and see, you know, see what they have for us or what, see what, you know, uh, what kind of information, what kind of experience they've had, um, in their, in their life and their career. But, uh, yeah, I'll just say that, you know, people should not be deterred if they see a job that they want to get, that they're, they're gunning for and they see some requirements that are above what they currently have. Because I've, I've applied for jobs, I've landed jobs that were uh, above my, um, you know, current, like I didn't hit all the check boxes for that, for that job. So that's my, my two cents, my, my uh, recommendation for people out there that are listening in. No, that's good advice. That's good advice. Like it, it is a lot of, well... So I don't have as much experience in uh, applying for jobs, but the ones I've applied for so far, it takes a lot of work to target your resume toward that mm-hmm. job and then get yeah. that cover letter. <laughs> That's, <laughs> you know true. Like, That's true. Like what are they looking for? What are the keywords? Like what's, yeah. what's their, what's their mission statement? Um, so I can see that being um, frustrating as well, but Hey, if you want a job, <laughs> yeah, then, then you, you might want to put that work in. And, uh, and like you said, that an employer may want to look at more applic- applicants that don't hit all the check boxes because you you've asked for the moon and I get that, you know if you if you ask for so much you may you may be able to net almost all of it, but how many people did you just discourage like like I I don't hit you know half of those boxes I'm not going to apply or I don't hit every single box I might not apply so again it's 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 a balance act, um, but I would I, my assumption is over the next decade, uh, things will change just because of uh 
what we've already seen, right? Ransomware is rampant. Uh, they're they're attacking pipelines now. You got ransomware as a service becoming a platform. Um, you got sizzles being burnt out because you you're putting too much on them. Uh, work from home is real now. Like we've always been talking about, like oh, well, we short our work week, or why can't I just do this from the house? Well, now we've proven that you can. So it's gonna be harder to get employees necessarily to to stay at your company if you're not flexible. They'll be like, well, the job across the street, they allow me to work from home three times a week or what have you. Uh, so maybe maybe that'll change as well. And then again, that puts more burden on the team. That puts more burden on the CISO. Like it's, uh, again, it's, there's going to be a lot of changes over the next decade. So but true. I think we've, we've, we've beat this one to death. <laughs> But thank you. Thank you, uh, Shannon. Thank you, Devon. Thank you for uh, uh, listening to us. Uh, please like, share, subscribe. Uh, tell your friends about us. Um, we're, I, I would say we're pretty unique, very diverse. Uh, and we have a, a wealth of knowledge to share. So if you got a nerdy friend or two, please share this podcast with them, uh, both audio and video, you know, whichever one they prefer. Uh, hit us up on the uh, the website, the other side of the firewall.com. Um, Definitely hit us up personally. I am at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy. You can find me on Clubhouse, LinkedIn, Twitter, and IG, and LeVon. Hit me up on the Twitters, at LeVon Maynard. There it is. So stay safe, stay secure. Tune in for us the week. And then again, uh, the last episode of the week will be the rundown where we we get just as nerdy, but not about cyber stuff. So hit us up. Hell yeah. Take care. Thank you.